Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for this extended interview with Andrea, where she's going to give us a lot of incredible tips on how to be a successful blogger. Andrea, thanks again for joining me. Can you tell us specifically what a vlogger does? Yeah, so vloggers basically talk cameras, <laughs> to put it really simply. People confuse us sometimes with videographers. Videographers are probably maybe like they took take videos of pretty places and drone shots and do wedding videos maybe or corporate videos, so many types of different videos. But if you are a vlogger, you are talking to a camera. There are many different types of vlogs. I could be doing a vlog in which I describe what I do on a day-to-day basis. So like, you know, there's vloggers that do daily vlogs. Um, there's vloggers that, uh, like me, include interviews and include um, a lot of B-roll, which is supporting video of whatever it is, you know, maybe of a location, for example. Um, so, so there's different types of vlogs that you can do. But if you talk to a camera, you're vlogging. What type of expertise do you need in order to do this job? So one thing that you definitely need, and it's not as much as an actual specific skill, but you are going to be in front of the computer for a long time. So if you're scared about actually talking to the camera and being comfortable on camera, that is one thing. But another thing is that editing takes a long time. So you have to be patient and you have to be a little bit tech savvy in order to put cool videos together that have a really nice storyline. So that would be one thing. Um, Other skills are basic video skills, editing skills, and a video is going nowhere if after publishing it, you don't do a little bit of marketing. So a little bit of digital marketing and knowledge in social media is also very important to have. What are some basic equipments or programs that you need in order to start out as a vlogger? You need a camera that has a flip screen or that is Wi-Fi enabled so that you can see yourself on camera and you see your, you see how the shot is composed and you see that you are focused and all of that. So a camera that has any of those capabilities is very important. I always suggest that if you're going to invest in a camera, invest in a camera that has an input for a microphone because having good audio is just as important as having uh, really great visuals. You don't want to break anyone's ear if you know you're vlogging outdoors and it's super windy. A camera, a microphone, you need a tripod as well because you are probably going to be a one-man band. I don't know any vloggers or I don't know many vloggers that start out with a team. If you do, I'm jealous <laughs> because I didn't start with a team. But yeah, you need a tripod. That is going to allow you to go anywhere and set it up somewhere and just start vlogging and recording yourself. Um, and for editing, there are all kinds of programs you can start with. There's some very simple ones that you might already have in your computer, like an iMovie 
or Windows Movie Maker, those that still exist. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for example, the one I use right now is Adobe Premiere, um, which is the one I got really comfortable with. But some people use Final, uh, no, what's the name? Final Cut. Final Cut, but I use Adobe Premiere. But as long as you have on a platform or a software that allows you to put videos together and cut them and put some music and some graphics, you're good. Now, any tips on how to stand out from the crowd as a vlogger? Be yourself. Be yourself. If you think you are a little bit weird or if you think you're awkward on camera or if you think whatever you think you might think about yourself, do more of that. People are tired of seeing things that are cookie cutter and if everyone is, you know, the same way or if everyone is perfect, then that's boring. So absolutely be yourself and try to always, always, always provide some sort of value. If you are going to start with a vlog that is kind of like a recap of your day, make sure that you are doing things that are exciting and that other people are going to want to watch because it, it either inspires them, motivates them, or um, is teaching them something. Otherwise, if it's just you going around your house, doing, you know, making breakfast and going to the gym, then why should I watch you, you know? So, so always try to stand out by having something to offer that is either inspiring motivating or educational or informative, I should say. So do you also have any tips on how to be a good personality on camera? Meaning how do you battle nervousness and become relatable to your audience? I would say that you have to practice. You have to watch yourself doing it. So record some videos while you're at home by yourself and then watch them over and be objective and think, oh, is this someone I would like to sit down um, and watch for a long period of time? Or, you know, uh, so, so a lot of practice is always going to help you become more and more comfortable on camera. I was definitely not as comfortable on camera when I started, although I have, have always loved talking to cameras. So it's something that you really just get used to. And the better you do, the more you do it, the more comfortable you are going to look and the more comfortable, relaxed and natural, the more relatable you will be. So just a lot of practice. I always say practice a lot with Instagram stories because that is a lot of um, that can give you a lot of feedback and it's very instant and they go away in 24 hours. So if you hate it, you can delete them. So yeah, just practice and try it. Try it. That is a really good one. I love that question. So um, I would say most of the people that I have worked with to make to with for the vlogging, I have reached out to them with a very specific idea. A lot of brands and companies know they want content at this point and know the importance of social media. But they are not exactly sure how to do it or they don't know how to approach it. Now, a lot of our competition out there and a lot of people that are going to offer social media stuff, including uh, vlogs. Well, I, I think not many people are doing vlogging and reaching out to brands right now. So we already have an advantage if we are taking um, if we're doing vlogging. But 
I think that if you can find a way to pitch them and already have ideas ready. So if you go and research what they're doing on their social media, if you go to their website, if you go to their Twitter, Instagram, and you see, okay, their brand message is this, their voice is this, they're trying to sell this. How can I offer some value or how can I bring expertise and what I know how to do to highlight everything that they offer? So when I pitch a brand, I am like, hello, I am a vlogger. This is who I am. Uh, links of where I've been featured and all of that. And then I'm like, this is what I can offer you. I can offer you. And then I give them an idea that would, it's basically like a, a pitch for a TV show, you know, like I'm not telling you, I might be able to make a vlog for you. Let's chat. No, I'm telling you, this is the idea I have for you, or this is the other idea I have for you. If you approach them with creativity, they can notice that aside from bringing them awareness and bringing them clients, you can also bring them something that is going to be interesting for other people to watch, which means that people are going to share organically. Any valuable tips on how to network? Yes, absolutely. First of all, have all your profiles in social media set up with a lot of information that's valuable. So don't underestimate any platform. You can choose to focus on a few. For example, I focus on Facebook because it's um, I can that's where I share my vlogs and and it's it, they're doing a lot of cool things for video creators on there. So I focus on that one. However, don't think that my LinkedIn is not filled and has all kinds of information everywhere. So LinkedIn, for example, is a great way to network. So make sure your profiles are full with information. On LinkedIn, you can also post like blogs. So sometimes I adapt my vlogs and I repurpose the content that I have on them to write a post that is for the LinkedIn audience. So a post that would be a little bit more professional and directed towards people that are, you know, in, in career, like, you know, the business people that are on LinkedIn as opposed to the people that would be watching on Facebook. But then also I'm talking to people on Twitter all the time um, because a lot of good conversations are going on and it's easy to find the people that would have the similar interests that you would. Um, so yeah, don't underestimate any platform even if it's not the one that you focus all your time and energy on because there's you know there's different kinds of people and different opportunities in all of them so now once you've got a sponsor how are you able to price your work after you have created this relationship with a company i guess this is one of the things where i don't like to give a lot of advice on because it's very subjective and it depends on what you know that you can offer. So, um, pricing, pricing is hard. Yeah. To put it simply, pricing is hard when you're a freelancer because it's difficult to, to how to base it or, or, you know, where to get your data from. Uh, so figure out, packages, have packages in mind and then customize them to your different clients based on their specific needs. I would say don't always try to make your packages or your prices be related uh, directly to time. But I, I personally don't support like hourly rates 
um, for most of the things that I do because the, the bite less time to do a project, but it's just as great as the person that took five hours and I took one doesn't mean that my is great. So I would say, and I mean, some, it's so subjective. <laughs> so find what works for you, depending on your field. Vlogging is not going to be the same thing as editing a book, for example. So, so it, it really depends. Where can they find the best resources to find more information about becoming a vlogger? You can actually go to a lot of my, <laughs> uh, sorry for the shameless plugging, but you can go to a lot of my um, social media sites because I try to not only show you the things that I do, but I try to tell you how I do it. Um, that is always my main goal to show you what's behind and to show you that the things I do are also possible. And since what I do, vlogging, I always try to tell you how do I do it. Um, there, there, I'm, I'm trying, I, I've actually, the other day I was looking for webinars and stuff like that on vlogging and I, I didn't find a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff like how to grow your, your, your brand on YouTube or your channel or that kind of thing. But before you do all of that, you need to actually start. <laughs> so I'm actually putting out a book on people who are on vlogging for aspiring vloggers or for people who are just getting started and that will be out soon. So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And when you do definitely let us know so we can let the, our audience know as well. <laughs> Oh, girl, it will be all over. You know that. <laughs> so if our listeners want to know more about you or maybe they'll want to ask you questions about how to be a blogger or anything else, where should they go? Of course. So, uh, well, my name is Andrea V, but you won't find me as Andrea in most places. You'll find me as It's a Travel OD, which stands for It's a Travel Overdose. <laughs> um, so It's a Travel OD is mainly on Facebook. That's where I publish all my blogs and I respond to every single one of the comments that are on there. <laughs> and Instagram, I, I use a lot of Instagram and I respond to all comments and DMs. So if you have any questions, you can stop by either of those. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Andrea. I really appreciate all of these incredible tips that you just gave us. Oh, thank you. And th thank you for listening. Of course. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this extended interview. Make sure to show me some love and of course, send me a review on iTunes and let's chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.